Blog Talk Radio. Quiet, please. Welcome to Rex Sykes Movie Beat, conversations with filmmakers where we discuss everything film and television. Here on Movie Beat, you'll learn what to do and what not to do when it comes to making movies and TV, and we will talk to everyone behind the scenes and in front of the camera, and I'll provide you with the guests and the information you're going to want to have, whether you're a filmmaker or a fan. And so now let's move behind the scenes here at Movie Beat. First, the chat room is open. If you're listening live, please join us in the chat. If you're listening archived, obviously that option isn't available to you, but it is the next time you listen live. All right, so you're listening to Rex Sykes' movie Beat. My guest today is Kristen Nettopak. She's returning. This is part two of an important conversation on web series and TV and different kinds of things. We're going to talk about branding and and uh, getting an audience and building a target audience and all sorts of things. So stay tuned. In fact, go ahead and share right now wherever you are this information with somebody who is next to you in a coffee shop or you can email someone or tweet them or Facebook them, but please share that we are live or if you're listening to this archive, please share it as well so that people have the opportunity to listen. If you're listening to this as a podcast from the iTunes store, go ahead and let other people know that uh, these podcasts are available. The official URL for Rex Sykes Movie Beat is my name. It's Rex Sykes. I'm your host. It's R-E-X-S-I-K-E-S dot com. And all of these interviews are also available archived right there from the website at the interviews blog. They also you can use the, the biography page of my guest to to get to the player to listen to these interviews live or archived. Whenever you do listen, please do make comments at the player uh, before, during, or after the show. And also, live tweets are greatly appreciated. I thank you, my listeners. Uh, and the readers of Movie Beat for being here today and every time that you are live or archived. I thank you for sharing, for commenting, for tweeting, for all the things that you do and for all the love that you give in support of my guests and my show. Uh, having said that, uh, I want to uh, tell you a little bit about my guest. She was on before, she's on again, and a uh, fascinating person she is indeed. I'm not going to read the biography today or introduce her in that fashion. I just want to say that if you haven't heard the first show, Go back and listen to it, and be sure to stay tuned for this one right now uh, because I want to have her come on. She's the creator of uh, numerous web series. She's a a producer, a director, an actress. She's a costume designer. She builds websites. I mean, she does it all, and we're lucky to have Kristen Nettopak back on the show today. So let me say hello to Kristen. Hi, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. I'm doing good, thank you. And I, I also want to shout out to everybody that is listening and retweeting the show. I love you guys. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, it's the, it's the listeners and the retweeters who help spread the word. I, I mean, obviously, I couldn't do it, you couldn't do it. Uh, Kristen and I were having a conversation about social media earlier, and social media's reach has is, is, is vastly changed. So uh, we, we rely on you to uh, help us get the word out, and we really do appreciate it when you do. Thank you so much. And and because of that, we're, we are talking about branding and building an audience and a target mm-hmm. audience. And So how much of that do we rely on, Kristen? I mean, in other words, 
Where do we start? You know, um, well, let's start with brand. You know, I think this is something Fantastic. that I had talked about a little bit last episode, and, and, and I agree. I encourage everyone to go back because we're talking about so many fun things. But we did start talking about brand. And I'll right. repeat a little bit of what I said previously, is that brand essentially is is sort of a mix of your unique personality and what you're passionate about. Um, so, you know, this could cross over into a number of different things, whether you're an actress or a producer or a director. If you're a content creator, of course, you're probably going to be doing things that you're passionate about. And so where I started with my brand, um, oddly enough, I was an actress for many, many, many years, and I was very lost in the mix of what do I do? What am I perfect for? What shows vision for? And, you know, unfortunately as an actress, there's shows that you love, and then there's things that you're right for. And I really wasn't making a connection. So um, I had hosting class. Learn as a host. We're getting we're getting some breakup from you, Kristen. We've oh missed, sure sure. We missed a few of those last sentences. Starting back with oh absolutely. With, uh, um, oh yeah. Can you hear me now? <laughs> I hear you much better now. But yeah, right in the middle of this, there was dropout. So um, you said something about uh, uh, there are parts that you. Uh, or shows that you love, and then there's things that you're right for, and that's about Absolutely, so absolutely. Um, and I get this question all the time from actresses. Uh, you know, it's easy when you're a content creator, and I'll talk about that in a minute, to find a brand. But when you're somebody that's in front of the camera and you're supposed to be this versatile person, you know, it's like, well, where do I start? And um, like I said, I had taken a hosting class a few years ago, and the first thing they teach you is, is brand. And really what it is is because you're a host and it's your personality that's in front of the camera and that's really what's selling the audience, you have to sit down and think, well, what are the aspects of my personality that make me connected to the audience or what are the things that make me me? And so um, one of the first exercises I ever did for brand, and I worked with this lovely uh, woman who does self-publicity right now, Joy Donnell, do it in public, and she said, I want you to think of your own tagline. I want you to sit down and I want you to write out all the adjectives that describe you and start writing down just the words that, that you feel describe you in your best manner, you know, your personality. Are you, are you bubbly? Are you energetic? Are you serious? Are you kind of a tech nerd? All of these different things. And she said, I want you to come up with a slogan that's five words only or five or six words, something like that. And that's your brand. And so I sat down and I thought about my personality. And of course, it's always helpful, everybody. We think of our, ourselves in one way. Our closest friends think of us potentially in a little bit different way. And so you always want to ask people. You always want to say, could you give, you know, ask your mom, ask your best friend, ask your girlfriend or boyfriend to give you a few words that describe you and then sort of look those over and take those into consideration. Well, I sat down and... I started thinking about my personality, you know, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm bubbly and I'm energetic and I'm very passionate, um, so I'm very playful. You know, I really like that word playful. I think that, that um, you know, I have parties, I love hanging out with people, I like ha everybody having a good time. So playful was a good word for me. Um, I'm also, you know, like you had mentioned, I do web design, I'm very into technology, I feel I'm very innovative and savvy when it comes to to new products, new technology, new innovation. And so I thought, right, okay, well, I'm not really 
smart. I don't want to say book smart, but I think I like the word bright because that sort of encompasses this whole forward-looking innovation. Um, But then at the same time, as a host, like I'm very sarcastic and I like to pick on people kind of playfully. And so I thought, well, how about something with the word bite in it? I love that. I like that it's just not ugly, but there's a little bit of sarcasm there. And so I came up with the tagline for myself, playfully bright with bite. And so, I know, isn't it cute? I I love it so much on my website. Well, and Joy said, so here's the deal. Now that you know you and you know your personality, every time you book a job, you know, think about it before you steer away from that brand. Think about it like any other company, you know, like McDonald's, like Microsoft. When work comes to you, you say, does this fit my brand? Because if it does fit your brand, it's probably going to put you make you more focused towards what it is that you need to be doing rather than sort of taking on everything and becoming what I like to say lost in Hollywood. And so that's where I started. And I thought, I think that's a great exercise for anybody. That is, uh, that is awesome. And it, it, it's uh, uh, one that allows you know people to actually take a step. And that, that to me is where the juice and the value and the benefit uh, always comes from because sometimes you know we get advice but we don't know you know what to do with the advice. But yeah, uh, you know the true, the, <laughs> the true definition of smart is when you know what to do to actually go ahead and do it. There are mm-hmm. plenty of us who get advice and we go, oh, "That's interesting. I'll get to that sometime." And mm-hmm. then never do. <laughs> we so have no book app- full of notes. <laughs> right. The application of of uh, of uh, instruction is where where I suppose wisdom begins. So. Uh, that's really very cool, and and um, I love the fact that you and you you stress you know the idea that it's passion um, mm-hmm. because I think a lot of people do things. Um, recently, I read something that was very interesting, and I, and I forget who said it. It may be a, an old old quote, or it might be something somebody relatively new. They said the movie business is one of those businesses that everybody's doing the job because they want to. You know, we want to work in this business. We want to succeed. We want to get ahead. Whereas there are a lot of industries we work because we have to or we fell into it or, you know, we we don't have many other choices. Uh, There are very few people in the movie industry that I could – I mean, I can't think of one who's ever told me – yeah, I have to do this. You know, I'd rather work as a banker. <laughs> it's or a really a hard thing to do. <laughs> right? Yeah. Someone you know, I'd rather. <laughs> you know, I used to I used to joke that I was only doing it until a managerial position, you know, opened up at a fast food restaurant. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, and that was thirty years ago. But, but, you know, I mean, it, it is true. We want to do this, and so, so, uh, one wanting it and being driven to do it and being passionate about it, but then knowing what to do and how to do it, yeah. you know, and and doing it are the things that that make a huge difference. And you took that bull by the horn, so to speak. You said, you know, I'm going to engineer my own, mm-hmm. and I'm going to, you know, nobody else is going to do it for me. I got to do it myself. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I think that too often, you know, and I'll, I'll speak about being an actress because I think this happens so often in that field in particular, but this also happens in the content creator field, you know, especially in web series, there's so many partners out there, and, you know, when when something new comes up, there's always business people that swoop in and say, you know, you need me to get this done, and as an actress, you know, a lot of times I see people make the mistake of relying on agents and managers and saying, well, my end game is to get an agent, then I'm set, because they're going to know what to do with me. Well, then I also see those same people get an agent and manager and then not be happy 
Well, my theory is because if you don't know what to do with yourself, if you don't know where your focus is and your strengths are, and, you know, speaking of acting specifically, if you don't know what roles you're right for, no one else is really going to do that for you or they're going to make the decision and it's probably going to be something you're not happy about. And that very thing was happening to me. I had been, as I mentioned, I've been, I, I still am an actress, but I had only really been an actress for about 10 years. I wasn't really creating a ton of other content. And I found myself constantly battling with people judging my headshots and people judging a role that I did. I'm like, well, they're not really seeing my full personality because I look a certain way, I keep getting X sort of roles. But I really want to do these sorts of roles, but I'm not even getting in the door because they're not seeing my true self. And so that's actually how I started creating my own work is I wanted to I wanted to um, convey myself in the way that I felt was more natural for me and it was more along the lines of my personality and there were roles that were better for me than what I was getting typecast as based off of my photos. And it just ended up being great. I mean, it ends up being more fun because you're, you're even more passionate about stuff that you're connected to. Um, and then that carries over into creation as well. Um, I love the sci-fi fantasy realm, and I've always wanted to do stuff with swords. I wasn't getting cast as that. Most of those roles are, are, are broad right now. So I thought, why not just make this stuff myself? I'm completely passionate and psycho about uh, swords, as I mentioned. <laughs> so, so you'll see that in a lot of the things that I do. Um, but that plays into genre as well. As if you're not getting those roles, you know, you have free reign to create that stuff yourself. Um, and you know, and find a team of people if you need to. If you just want to be on camera, but it just behooves you to put yourself in the best light and and to put yourself in roles um, like that that are perfect for you. Well, I, you know, today more than ever, what you exemplify and what what is happening, I, I think, and what makes the time exciting, uh, and with the good comes the not so good, is the fact that we can more than ever take control of our own careers, whether we're an actor or a filmmaker. I, I hear more casting director friends and acquaintances and, and professionals say, you know, there's no reason not to have film on yourself in this day and age. Where, whereas 30 years ago to get film on yourself was quite costly, to get exactly. a reel was quite costly. <laughs> you know, they're, they're saying get the camera and shoot what you want to shoot. Shoot who you are so that it makes yeah. sense to the casting directors. You know, be the characters that you can portray. You know, don't try and sell yourself as something that you aren't, but you, but you can – you can get a reel made. You can make your own film, for crying out loud. You can make a web series. You can do these things to get yourself out there. And so truly, the the, the people who uh, suffer are the ones who don't do anything, who sit and, and plan and say, Absolutely. someday I will. You know, so, so again, it goes back to taking action, but it also goes back to the fact that now we actually can take action. And, and sadly, at the same time, the you know the cream will continue to rise to the to the top, the the, the mm-hmm. best, and the you know for the most part. But but best does not always mean most talented. Best can mean most business savvy, because we all know, and we've discussed this many times before in the show and elsewhere, that not always are the most talented people the people who you see working or the mm-hmm. ones who get the mm-hmm. bigger salaries. So, mm-hmm. so this combination of of uh, talent as an actor, a producer, a director, a writer, you know, web designer, those kind of things, combined with the, the savvy business experience and knowing the business inside and out and how to utilize good business practices to make something, 
um, it seemed to be very, very important. And again, it, you do exemplify that. You know, you you have taken control. By the way, please give out your website so that people who I haven't done oh, that. Oh sure. Yet. Go ahead. Um, it's and I and I love what you said. By the way, um, it's my website is kristennetopack.com. That's k r i s t e n n e d o p a k dot com. Um, and they can go there. And, and what I love about you, what you said, um, first and foremost, I agree with you. It's so easy to put yourself on tape. I mean, you have your iPhone if you need to. I mean, the, the videos off your computer look amazing this day and age. And, you know, when you go to my website, you'll see that it's very video heavy because of that specific reason is, I, you know, I knew people weren't really getting the gist of me off of a reel or off of just my photos, so I put, you know, I set up the blog site so that there was a bunch of different photos. It's like, here are things I create, here's hosting, here's acting, here's all of this fun stuff, because you're going to get a taste of me, and when I, when you meet me in person, I'm exactly like you see on camera. And so I just feel like that is an extra step that people need nowadays, because casting directors are still flooded with hundreds of thousands of people. And, you know, if they get to know you and they get to know your personality that way and they get to see video of you, that makes a world of difference. Good headshots are just, you know, a good you, it's necessary. You have to have a good headshot. It's like having a driver's license. But at the same time, video is where it's at. And that's why the web series industry and the web world is becoming so valuable. Um, and the other thing that I love that you said is is you're talking about business. And I think that so far, um, my success has come from understanding that I am a product. And I know sometimes creative yes. people don't want to think that way. They're, they're stubborn and they say, I'm an artist. You know what? You are an artist when you create. But at some point, if you want to make money, you're a business. And so as a business, number one, no business would ever give their control up to a group of other people, your agents, your casting people. You know, no business would wander around and sort of beg for work. No, that business would put together their own plan, their own brand, their own marketing, their own social media, their own plan of attack um, as to how they were going to reach their audience first and then get those people's attention. We're we're like that. We're like any other business. And so um, I love the fact that you say that, and that's exactly what I've done is I've approached everything as, you know, there there are things that I would love to do, but maybe they cost too much money or maybe it doesn't make sense for my brand. Maybe it's an off-topic genre that I'm like, you know what, that's really not going to connect with my audience. At this point in time, I don't have the luxury of just, you know, doing a million different things. Like I kind of want to stick with my genre and what I love. Um, and all of those things are incorporated into understanding how to run a business. Um, and I'm a huge business fan. I, I think I had mentioned I... I worked for Microsoft and um, other companies in the tech industry for about 15 years. I used to work for, used to be an art director for the Washington National Guard, oddly enough. So um, I've been in business for really a long time, and I'm I'm super excited that I get to use those skills in the entertainment industry because I think they're invaluable. Uh, that's that's really fascinating. You know, I have always suffered from the fact that I, I've, and I have always said, I've been agent and managed, you know, I'm just a puppet. People tell me where to go, and I go. People tell me what to do, and I do it. You know, I mean, in terms of an acting career or speaking career right. and things like that, you know, and, and that's how I always have preferred it. You know, tell me where I'm supposed to be, and I'll be there. I know how to do what I'm supposed to do, so just, mm-hmm. you know, you take care of all the bookings. 
Um, but it's been in, in recent years where I've had to do that, where I've had to say, you know what, I need to take control of this, and mm-hmm. I need to do those things. And and I'm not always the best person, <laughs> frankly, in my own best interest to do that. And but 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 it so you know and you know, the old saying you can't teach an old dog new tricks. But that's exactly what we have to do, no matter what age we are. And that's yeah. what I found myself having to do. And and that you know uh, putting into practice all the things that other people have put into practice for so long. They considered me a product. I didn't want to sell it. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. want to sell it. You know, I go. I'm the product. You sell it. I'm the puppet. You you book it. But but uh, so so I like that. You know, you are we are products. And I've I've said for a long time that the the difference between say Tom Cruise and anyone else is Tom Cruise sells soap. The name Tom Cruise gets ticket. You know, gets butts in seats. Mm-hmm. And the reason why people are successful is not because they're so talented. Although I'm not speaking about Tom's talent or not, is the fact that. People want him because of his monetary value to them. You Absolutely. Know, you know they don't they don't want somebody. You know people go well. How come I'm not starring in this big movie? Because you know nobody knows who you are. People, exactly. you're producer, director. You, I'm sure you get like everybody does. People, actors sending you headshots and resumes, going well. When you're casting, cast me. And I'm like, but I don't know you. I mean, yeah. you know, I might like to get or to know you, but or maybe you're not I, right for the role. You know, you're well, just not and, right. And that's it. true too. Maybe there's nothing there. But but. In other words, it's, it's there's a certain amount of cast me, cast me, cast me, hire me, hire me, hire me that that is prevalent, and I've, I'm guilty of it myself mm-hmm. in this business. And it's, it's it's cold calling. You're knocking on someone's door saying, and they don't know who you are. So the, so my long way to this point is, you have to make value. You have to make yourself mm-hmm. valuable to other people. They need to know who Absolutely. you are. They need to be aware of you. It used to be said it's who you know, but truly it's more who knows you. Than anything yeah, else. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that. And that's absolutely true. And I, I, I myself, I mean, at 10 years, um, only the last few years have I been, you know, like you had said, doing things myself and taking control. And I mean, the 10 years previous to that, it was like, well, what's happening? Why, you know, why, why have I been working so long and done so many films and, and this and that? And nobody knows who I am. And um, so I'll, I'll say two things about that. Um, yeah. Number one is publicity. I think people forget that they have to, have to, have to, have to market and publicize to their audience and to other people like the press, um, like blog sites. You know, there's so much technology and information sharing out there right now. Um, their own blog tagging photos. I mean, they've really got to get themselves out there. And I think a lot of times, you know, businesses understand that. They they market all of the time. That's part of the job. No business doesn't market. But, you know, I mean, we're we're hearing last week's show about 100 times because we're like, we really want people to listen to this. You know, that's marketing. That's smart. But right. I think artists sometimes forget. They feel silly. They're like, well, I just want to do the work. I don't really want to sell myself up. But, you know, there's a difference between me, 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 and constantly um, – you know, talking about yourself, and like you have said, providing value. Everyone in this business has a job to do. And if you can provide a service to that person, they're going to want to work with you. And maybe that service is doing an amazing job acting. You know, we we forget about that. We think, well, if I talk about myself a lot, people will hire me. You know what? No, again, you have to show yourself on video. You have to show casting directors 
you know, I'm going to make your job easier. Look at how amazing I am. And you know what? You can find me here. I'm here. I'm going to put all my stuff out so that you can see me. I'm easy to contact. I'm really great to work with. And boom, you know, you're in their heart. Because you, you, and that's what I do when I cast things. I usually cast people that I know or people who are friends with friends because I trust their judgment. And these are people mm-hmm. I already met, and I don't, and I know that I can rely on them. Um, and you know, we don't even need to get into that. There's a whole other thing about being reliable as an actor that you know, right. that could be a nightmare in LA sometimes. Um, but the main point is, you know, people people don't realize they have to publicize themselves. And you know, if you don't have a publicist, which is totally fine, I you know I've been doing that for years myself. You really have to get on the horns and find a way to get your work out there. Um, there's YouTube, there's social media, there's a number of different things that you can do, but you have to do it. Otherwise, um, and I think it was Dallas Travers, who is an incredible sort of career marketing coach, I think she said um, something along the lines of, you know, you could be the most talented person in the world, but if nobody knows who the heck you are, it doesn't matter. And and, and I love right. that quote because it's like, boom. And you had mentioned that it's, it's not necessarily talent, it's, it's getting yourself out there and, and getting seen that's really going to end up getting you work. And then the talent will help you sustain, I think. Yeah, absolutely. The talent will keep you there, you know, as long as, as, long, as, long as you know, your talent uh, is also successful because, you know, uh, yeah. they, they say, you know, we're as good as our last movie, you know, and, and what it did at the mm-hmm. box office. So, I mean, there's a lot of factors that go into play. But let's yeah. let's talk about these. You know, you've mentioned so many important things. Let's let's um, address some of those. And that was how to how what in terms of building a target audience and, and uh, sure. making them aware of your brand and uh, how you know we we do market. Let's let's take some of those step by step. I mean, you mentioned some of that, but let's do that in just a moment. I've, I'm going to take a short break right now sure. and give you a second to to uh, think about that and uh, let everyone know that you're listening to Rex Sykes Movie Beat. My guest today is Kristen Nettopack and your web addresses are I don't think uh, There's so many of them. Um, KristenNettopack.com and then on Twitter it's at Nettopack N-E-D-O-P-A-K and then on Facebook it's Kristen Nettopack's fan page. And from my website you can pretty much find everything else. There you have it. So it's it's Kristen's K R I S T E N N E D O P A K dot com, and uh, and Rex Sykes Movie Beat is R E X S I K E S dot com. It's my name as well. All of these interviews are archived and available at the interviews blog there at Rex Sykes dot com at the Rex Sykes Movie Beat site. Again, uh, as I mentioned before, the uh, website is under development, so there's a new one that will be launched. And it's been a couple of years in the making, so it's, it's taken a long time getting all of the data transferred over and everything. But it, it is coming. Uh, that's one of the reasons why there's not a whole lot of written content on the site currently. But all of the interviews are current and update, new guests coming all of the time. So you can find over 300 hours worth of programming there. You can go back and listen to Kristen's uh, first discussion with me, as well as everyone else. It's truly, I mean, MovieBeat is designed to be a resource for you, and that's why I'm connecting you up with professionals who are making that happen. So go ahead and take advantage of it. Or go to iTunes and download all of these as podcasts. Subscribe to the podcast, and you'll have never miss another interview. Uh, you take it with you wherever you go. 
and uh, and it's a great great education to be able to listen to these professional filmmakers share their expertise specifically for you and absolutely free of charge. And all we ask in return is that you share these interviews near and far with all of your industry connections, friends, family, anyone you know through Twitter and Facebook and your favorite social media means, uh, as well as in person. And and do leave comments at the player and tweet live or broadcast during broadcasts or when you're listening archived and let people know what you think of these interviews. Rate and review the podcast at iTunes, and, and it makes us all happy, and it reaches far more people when you do that. It allows us to extend our reach when you do that to others who may not know about the show. And I truly thank you for all that you do when you support us in this fashion. Thank you. All right, back with Kristen Nettopek, and we are talking about brands, and, and uh, mm-hmm. I asked you a question before. <laughs> Um, that, and I remember. So. And you <laughs> I've remember got my after, after that. Well, that's very good. All right. I like talking with you. This is very cool. All right. Oh, thank you. I know we have so much fun. It's like, who needs to go to work? We're just going to do this all day, right? We'll have a, we'll right. Have a marathon. A Rex Knight Pack marathon. I think we should. We should do it on I a, might need more film in it. With, but. with video, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a huge fan Some of Google weekend. Hangouts. Yeah, huh? absolutely, absolutely. I'm um, all for it. Should, I'm in. I'm in. We, we should do that. Let's do it, you guys. You guys are right. watching video. Cool. <laughs> um, well, to answer your question, because I have been thinking about that, you know, you had asked about building a target audience, and, you know, I love that question because I feel that, um, you know, there, there's some things I'm going to say here that you're going to be like, hmm, I don't know how I feel about that. Maybe that's a little shysty, but I feel that I'm very, again, I think about things in a business sense. I'm, I feel I'm very smart in how I think about things. Um, and so how I built my audience is, of course, I want to say first and foremost, I am completely 100,000% passionate about my brand and about my genre of choice, you know, sci-fi fantasy. Again, that's what I want to do. That's the stuff that I love. Those are the shows that I love to watch. Um, I really do want to work in television and so um, taking that, taking my passion, I looked at that and I said, okay, what are the things that I'm good at and what are the things that I love? Okay, I'm really good at hosting. I'm an actress, obviously. I, you know, I'm a creator at this point. I'm an artist. Um, and the things that I love, you know, what are the shows I love? I love Game of Thrones. I love Spartacus. I love all these Star Wars, all these fun things. And so, you know, and I want to point out to people, a lot of times, like with any community, you know, it's like if you have a bowling league or you love wine or, you know, you love sports, if you share what you love and you, you know, that's sort of how you're going to find other people that love what you do. And those other people are potentially going to be friends and fans, friends, colleagues, peers, fans, um, you name it. And so I took, I took what I loved first and foremost, on social media, and I said, okay, here's a perfect example. I love Star Wars to death. And so I went out and found all the the people that were very popular that were talking about Star Wars, including the Star Wars blog. I started finding stuff online about Star Wars, and I started sharing it with my audience. So, again, I'm not talking about myself because I have nothing to do with Star Wars other than I love it. But I started sharing, like, fun geeky crafts that I loved. I was like, oh, my God, I, lo- I love finger puppets, by the way, you guys. I don't know if anybody knows that. I'm obsessed with them. And so I found this whole blog about making Star Wars finger puppets. And I was like, you guys have to see this. And then I took it one step further. As an artist, I decided to make a blog about the art of sci-fi and fantasy, which is out of this world. It's outofthisworld.com, O-U-T-T-A, 
slash or uh, dash uh, this dash world dot com. And I haven't really updated it in a while because this is something I worked on a while back. But then I started blogging about artists and blogging about people creating sci-fi and fantasy work. And so then I started becoming um, familiar with people in my community. And at the same time, I started getting followers because I was talking about what I was passionate about and I was sharing some really amazing stuff. And so they were like, ooh, we want to be friends with this girl because she's talking about all the stuff that we love. Then I took it another step further, and because, you know, we're talking about video and how important it is, this was a few years ago when video was still kind of up in the air, and I decided, you know, hey, this is where I need to be. I want to be on camera, so I want to showcase my personality. And so I hooked up with ThinkHero.com, and ThinkHero TV is the name of the show, and I started covering the shows that I love. I started talking about Game of Thrones. I started talking about Spartacus. And we would do these co-hosted reviews where we would watch the show and then obviously share our opinions about the show. And in that sense, I started getting in contact with the marketing departments of the shows. You know, your press now, they start sending you stuff. They start involving you with scans. They start RTing your tweets about their work. And then I started meeting the creators of the show. So all of these things and all of this here, even though in the back of my mind I thought, okay, well, how can I get myself out there? It was all about sharing other people's stuff. It's, number one, sharing the the work that you're passionate about, whether it's about social media or sports or wine or whatever it is that you love. The next step is getting involved in that community. You know, you don't just want fans. You want to be involved with the people that are making that stuff because, you know, they have fans. And when they share your stuff you're going to get fans. You know, every time Game of Thrones retweeted something of mine, I was like, whoop, there's 100 more followers because I'm talking about Game of Thrones and they love this video that I just did. And so it really is about um, building your brand and building your target audience. First and foremost, again, starts with your passion. You know, just it's going to be what you love. It's going to be what you love to talk about um, because then you're more likely to share. And then again, it's just it's it's being valuable. And I think that's a really important note for today's discussion because we've brought it up a number of times, is when you're sharing, you are becoming valuable to your community. People are now coming to you for information and for fun things. And at the same time, you can use your skills, your writing skills, your on-camera skills, your creation skills to start you know, to start putting that aspect together in that pool as well. And so that's sort of what I did. And um, I would watch my followers go up like crazy. I mean, if I say anything about Star Wars, there's just like a million followers right there. Um, But I truly love it, you know. And so, you know, again, I'm creating that community of people. I don't want to say fans. I want to say friends because all of those people are part of my community. Um, But that's what I did, and and I think that, that it worked, I hope. Hope it works. <laughs> well, that's very cool. I, I can only imagine that there are hundreds, if not thousands, of of guys out there going, "Wow, how cool!" Check yeah. like Star Wars. <laughs> I know. I think we're beyond the point where it's okay to be a chick and like she thinks. I mean, <laughs> so still, cool. no, it's so there cool. Still, yeah, there, there are definitely still like every once in a while there'll be an article that comes out that's like girls don't like aren't geeks, and then at this point we all just kind of laugh at it and we're like, come on, come on, like we're not even gonna argue with you anymore. This is the silliest thing we've ever heard. <laughs> you know, we know it's true. No, that's awesome. Well, but you make but you make again stellar points. You know, to to 
join the communities of which you are a fan of. You know, yeah, to, to get involved, you know, with those kinds of things, you know, and and at the same time share what you're doing, you know. But but I think so many people, I mean, myself included, we're busy, you know, and we're going, hey, you know, uh, I want to tell you about what's happening right now. I want to tell you what about what's happening right now, and and sometimes we're you know we're preaching to blank walls, I guess, because mm-hmm. other people are busy doing something else somewhere else, you know, thinking something differently, you know, that kind of thing. But if you're in their midst. Because you share, uh, you know, a like uh, fascination. You share, you know, a passion. You share a hobby. You share a, a career. You share, you know, I mean, then I remember the old days of the Internet where people used to say, don't advertise. Now, of course, the Internet is all advertising. Yeah, exactly. But, it was, <laughs> but when, it was made up of, when it was made up of Usenet groups and people would say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this on Friday, you know, come to it. And people would get so pissed. They'd say, you can't do that. Exactly. But it was totally okay if somebody else said, oh, guess who's doing this on Friday? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You know, and, and at the same time, if you became part of that group, and we're adding value to that group, and then said, oh, by the way, on Friday I, I'm having this thing, then people were so much more supportive and to- tolerant and supportive of it because you had added value to them first. You didn't just come mm-hmm. in as a marketer or an advertiser. And I think today, particularly, I think what, what I really love about your points is that today, when there's so much competing for our attention, and it's so hard to find your niche audience, it's so difficult to 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 put a blanket message out there and compete with the big guns, the big advertisers and all this stuff we're being bombarded with, that to find these nooks and crannies where you have, you know, um, a, a, a real genuine interest and a real, you know, something to offer and then to offer them that, that I mean, it's, an, it's a very good, very sound advice, you know, to, to building, to one, finding your target audience and two, um, captivating it. Yeah, and, and you know the the interesting thing that you you just brought up um, that I want to point out as well because we are all working toward you know I I can tell you know I'm working towards this myself. You don't have to be your own business forever by by targeting what you love and by truly you know and and don't be fake about it. That's only my only recommendation. You know I do not talk about football because I don't know anything about football. I will never pretend to know anything about football. Baseball, yes. But um, there, like you had said, there are these big players and there are these huge companies out there. But now it's this day and age they are coming to us and saying, hey, you've already built an audience and you're really good with them. So you know what? Right. We want to hire you to work with us because, you know, you did it the smart way and we love you and we love that you have these fans. And so in building your audience, you can now connect yourself to these larger corporations because at the end of the day, you know, we need to get paid. We need to pay our bills. We need to have work. And so that's just another stepping stone. You know, you don't have to just be a lone ranger on the Internet forever. I think a lot of people in web, in the web world especially um, and in social media, that's sort of their target is like, well, I'm doing this to get seen and to get my work out there, but eventually I do want to be hired by these people that have, you know, more monetization and, and um, a bigger business because, again, in the long run, you know, we need to pay our bills. <laughs> but, exactly. um, but that's a stepping stone. That is absolute stepping stone to getting there. So what further um, suggestions do you have when it comes to promoting and, and publicizing in in 
within or without of the groups and and continuing to build this audience? You know, I like to think that, um, again, you know, we talk about being artists and people are not always happy to talk about themselves. And I think that um, for me, I never like talking about myself. I mean, I will talk, obviously, (laughs) we've talked for several hours now, um, with the last show and this show, I don't mind talking when I'm sharing, but if somebody asks sure. that God-forsaken question, tell me about yourself, it's like I freeze up. And I'm like, ah, I don't know what to say. Now I feel very egotistical and I'm talking about myself. But you know what I don't mind talking about is my work. I work so hard at what I do, and when people ask me about it, I just, I'll go off forever because I'm proud of it. And so I think, um, you know, when you're when you're looking at publicity and marketing, you know, again, take that concept of value, and if you're not sharing information, you're creating work, and you're creating something, art, you know, that you can put out there that you can talk about, you know, points of conversation. So I think anyone that's promoting and marketing, it's like you kind of also have to be doing something as well. Because if you're just sitting there saying, like, I'm awesome, I'm awesome, I'm awesome, it's like, okay, well, what do you do? You know, I know I know plenty of people that do that that had something years ago that they did and they never really bothered to do anything since. And then that's kind of an, you know, when they talk about themselves and they're trying to promote themselves, it feels a little empty because it's like, well, what value are you providing right now? And so I would say first and foremost, um, you know, when people are wondering, well, how do I start publicizing? It's like, well, look at what you've done. And it doesn't have to be what you did yesterday. It could be something you did two years ago that you love, and maybe now you're just finding an audience that, that wants to watch it. So that's, um, that's the first and foremost thing. Um, publicity is crazy. It's a crazy world. I'm not going to lie. You have to come up with ways of getting people into newsletters. You know, email, we were having this conversation earlier about social media that mm-hmm. now, um, you know, especially on Facebook, they've blocked a lot of people from seeing your feed. So sometimes it feels like you're over-communicating and nobody's seeing it. Well, you know what? That's true. <laughs> now on Facebook, really nobody is seeing it, um, except for your you know, your top five friends. But, you know, there's email communication. You want to make sure that you have a newsletter that you're – and, again, you want to provide value. You don't want to just be like, me, 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 me. It's like, hey, I wrote this article that I wanted to share about this and this, and it would be really helpful for you. And then people are looking at your work, but you're also – providing a service. Um, There's also press. I think, you know, one of the things I learned, I spent about a year and a half doing, working with uh, Joy Donnell, doing my own self-publicity, which is really, really, really hard. But one of the things I learned was how to take advantage of press. Again, provide value. Um, But, you know, if you're working on a project, how to pitch, pitch stories to press. So, you know, if you're doing something, you need to get that word out there if you want people to see it. And press is an extension of you. I mean, it's, you know, you're you're not a press, Rex, but right now, you know, we're sharing information, but right. your audience is now my audience. So, I mean, it's, it's that sort of thing is, you know, if you're valuable and you can provide value to somebody, to a writer who has Maybe they have a blog. I'm going to use wine again. I don't know why I keep bringing it up. Maybe they have a blog about wine tasting and you love wine. Well, you know, you you talk to them and you pitch them. You say, hey, I have this expertise in wine. You could absolutely interview me and I will tell you X, Y, Z that no one's ever heard. And all of a sudden they're interested. It's like, okay, you know, you're not talking about yourself. 
you're there and you get an audience and you get that promotion, but you're again you're sharing values. So um, there's just so many different ways to publicize yourself. But I think again we keep coming back to this: find what value you are to people, and then sh- and then there's so many different ways to share that to an audience, whether it be video or oh, and there's another example. Um, there's tons of people online right now that are doing little mini you know video blogs or videos still that are actually making money, sharing beauty secrets, sharing, you know, tips. Um, And those are the most popular people on YouTube, by the way, are the people that are sharing information. So there's just a number of ways out there to publicize. Um, But I think the important thing is you, you do have to provide value because that's what you're sharing. And in sharing, you get fans and you get supporters in return. You know, and that's just kind of how it works. You know, if you're sitting on video talking about yourself and how your day is, what you ate for dinner, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, my daughter is one of those beauty people who shares things, and it's fun. Oh, that's because, great. Uh, yeah, no, it is great. And I hope I hope someday she makes millions at it. But she, um, uh, for her, but uh, the the it's so fascinating because I'll say, what are you doing? She goes, well, I'm going to record a new video, you know, and then she records it and she edits it and she gets it up there. And it's just because she found something or she wants to share something. And I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that, you know, massive, you know, and, and all these beauty gurus will say, well, I'm using this by so-and-so and I'm using this by this company. And I'm like, you know, you're doing their job for them. I mean, you're, you're advertising yeah, exactly. for them. You know, I mean, they should be paying you big bucks for all the stuff that you constantly, you know. But my daughter does it because she loves to give the information away. She loves to yeah, say, look what yeah. I found. And and that I passion, too, I love, yeah. you know, makes her very successful. So, so again, I mean, I, I just say that to reinforce, you know, the what you're talking about because when you find – People like and her and you know her thing is growing and people are, are gravitating to her. I think because of that very fact that she, she just loves to do this and 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 the passion comes through in your voice and your enthusiasm for what you do. And you know, there's an old saying: "Givers get." You know that the more you give away, the more you get in return because you know you have to take the first step. And and so uh, and that's why you know products are given away free often you know or they'll say mm-hmm. for shipping only you know so that people will try it you know and to get can you um so I love what you're saying can you can you um, further and I and I hate to always ask you to do that but I mean, can you further um, break down some of the tips you suggested you have for contacting or getting press when you say you know to have a hook um, or uh, to uh, because there's a there is it, it, it's it's not as easy as just saying okay I'm going to do this shotgun approach to press out there and and yeah and be, yeah there's there's some smarts and some targeting and some thinking that goes into that can you kind of give a little bit about what goes into good press releases absolutely absolutely um, first and foremost you know don't <laughs> you need to know your target audience. I mean, if I'm talking about, you know, I just did a blog post for creating a high-quality web series on a budget for IWTV, um, well, that's a, you know, that's an audience. Those people are creating series. I'm probably not going to go over to MSN Sports and pitch them on <laughs> that. So, you know, when, you know, think about topics that you love. I mean, you know, again, I do, um, but, well, I'll use this as an example because this is something that I have done. I, I'm a creator, and I am obviously creating content and um, creating films, creating web series, but that's not a topic in itself. 
And so when I had been working with this with this publicist, um, doing self-publicity, we sat there and brainstormed, okay, well, let's look at all of the things that you do and what what provides, again, value. So I thought, you know, I'm really into costumes and I'm really into, like, decorating my home. I'm really into, like, steam parties. You know, once I made, like, my house, I turned my house into a spaceship for my birthday because I'm a huge <laughs> sci-fi fan, obviously. I'm not even joking. I had, like, an alien coming down from from a teleportation device. I mean, this is all, like, you know, hand-built out of foam core. But it was uh-huh. amazing. And, you know, and it's my, my creativity. Again, it's like, well, I'm an artist. It was my creativity. It was my idea. And then I ended up throwing a theme party. Well, so she said, you know, how about tips on throwing successful theme parties in the geeky world? And I'm like, that's perfect because I love doing that. So, you know, again, it's showcasing myself and my creation. But I'm not talking about, well, hey, this is the latest film that I've done. Um, And so I took that concept and I broke it down into, I kind of had to write out like, okay, well, what do I do? What's my process? What are my tips for people? Say I'm writing an article about this and I kind of put a bunch of notes together and then I formed a pitch. And a pitch is just an email that said, you know, it's very short and sweet, but it's very precise in exactly what it is you want to talk about. And so I wrote the pitch, and I believe, I wish I had an example in front of me so I would read it to you guys. For, first it said, you know, there was a catchy title. I said, I think, you know, my name is Kristen Nettopack. I'm a creator, da-da-da-da-da. And I think your users or your audience would love to hear about, you know, whatever it is I called it. I think I called it, like, you know, from business to pleasure, creating theme parties or something like that because um, I think I tied it into creating network industry parties that were themed. And then I said, I would love to tell you and your readers about XYZ, and I put in you know, three very specific bullet points that were valuable so that they could see that I knew what I was talking about. And then I put in a little blurb about myself and why I was a success in this area and why they would want to talk to me specifically. And again, it was a very short email. And then it was, thank you for your time. I would love to hear from you either way. Boom. And I had sent that out. to, And then I had gone and I had searched for places that that might fit in. You know, again, that's not going to be good for Amazon Sports, but maybe it's going to be good for Amazon Lifestyle. So I went to all of the websites that I thought would be appropriate, and you can do this in print as well. Um, but you know, online is just easier these days because you know, print, print unfortunately is <laughs> becoming a lost thing. Um, and then I, I went and I found everyone. You know, a lot of times uh, websites, and this was a lot of work, by the way, you guys, but it, it must be done. Websites will usually have a contact tips page. Either it's an email form or it's a tips email where you can send them information. And then I, I tailored it specifically to that person that I was talking to and to that audience and to that exact blog. And again, that's a lot of work, but then you're not sending out mass marketing emails to a bunch of people. You know, people want to feel that you're talking to them directly, and you kind of really need to if you want them in turn to speak with you and promote you. And um, I probably mailed this first one out to about 50 people and maybe got one response. <laughs> um, uh-huh. So that's one thing I really want to point out, you know, is it's like, it's like sending, you know, it's like casting, right? You may be amazing, but you might not be perfect. Or maybe this journalist is really busy and they don't have time for this article right now. Those are things you have to take into consideration. It's not necessarily rejection. Um, but at the same time, I send it out to all these people 
And, you know, months later, somebody came back to me and was like, hey, I saved your email, and now I'm doing an article about X, and you would be perfect for it. And it's like, cool. You know, it, it came later, but they still, you know, the information still got to them, and they saved it for when it was convenient. So um, you just never know. But, but that's, like, that's a really great way to work with press. But, again, you know, the points are you need to be very brief and considerate of their time. You do not want to have an email that's, like, 15 pages long. Very brief, very easy to read, to the point, and it needs to be exciting. Sell them up on why you're amazing and why what you're talking about is, is amazing for them to share. Not for you to share, for them to share and their audience. And then, um, you know, just put it out there and follow up if need be. But, you know, don't harass people. Um and then kind of move on. You know, that's my other thing I always tell people. It's like actors. When you audition, you know, you do the job, you, you spend your time doing it, and then move on because it's not rejection. It's you might just not be perfect at that time. Um, and so I had been doing that for a few years, and, you know, things started picking up. I started getting people interested in my work that way, and, and then you start building a press audience. And then once once, you know, every time you come out with a project, those are now the people that are going to be the first people that you talk to um, because they've already covered your work. And I do also want to say that you need to you need to give those people presents. <laughs> send them things. If somebody's covered your work a bunch, by the way, give them things, send them things, tweet about their stuff, most importantly. Make sure that you're promoting them as well and not just having them promote you. And you create a relationship with that person. And that's really what it's all about in this business is creating relationships. And press is just another relationship, I think. Oh, that's awesome. That is truly uh, very good advice. We are almost out of time. We have maybe uh, four minutes at this <laughs> point. But we're going to have you back, obviously, and you and I are going to have to discuss this marathon that's I know. It. I'm in love. I'm in love. Skype marathon. <laughs> yeah. There we go. We're gonna we're gonna make that happen. But um, I want to give you the last couple of minutes here uh, to to talk. And again, um, it's uh, KristenNetapak.com, and yeah. it's uh, at Netapak on Twitter, and uh, Kristen it's in the Kristen Netapak fan page on Facebook. Is that correct? Yes. Correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So uh, be sure to check those out, and be sure to go back and listen to part one of. Kristen Netterpack at uh, Rexlikes Movie Beat or at Rexlikes.com or at Blog Talk or uh, as a podcast. So, all right, Kristen. Well, we have, like I said, about three minutes, four minutes left. So, uh, and uh, you have to run off. And and uh, mm-hmm. and so, um, final thoughts for the day. I've, I've really enjoyed this, by the way. And we're oh, going to have you back. Oh, thank also. you. Thank we'll you. I know. We just we just keep running out of time. We have a million things to talk about. <laughs> That's so true. I'm going to have the, the, the Rex Sykes Netopack Library of Information. <laughs> there we go. Um, and I'm going to come over to your house to watch Star Wars someday. Yes, we can do a marathon. You've seen Star Wars, right? Tell me you've seen Star Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I actually, okay. <laughs> I actually auditioned for Star Wars. So. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling everybody. I interviewed. I should what? say I met George Lucas back in the day. But anyway. Oh, my gosh. I mean, obviously, he, you know, and, and I'm, I'm going to end with that, okay? Let's end with George Lucas because this, this just ties into everything that we're talking about today. George Lucas was this, this man who wanted so badly to make this space saga during a time where nobody knew what, what a space, space saga was. They were just like, um, okay, that sounds funky to me. Like, what are you talking about? 
this man put in all his time, his money, probably wrapped up tons of credit card debt just to get his project done. And that man was out there every second of every day publicizing and marketing his own work. And so when we look at George Lucas, no, he didn't just stumble into Star Wars and all of a sudden become this multi-billionaire with one of the most epic sci-fi fantasy movies of all time, trilogy of all time. Well, now it's like six parts, right? He he put his blood, sweat, and tears into his creation and into marketing his creation and to getting the word out there himself. Um, I, I don't know the details. I don't know if he had an agent or publicist at the time, but I don't think he did. I think he did almost everything himself. Um, but it was his passion for the project that sold that project to the studios and got it done. And again, he was out there putting all of his time and effort into doing that. And so if you're going to look at anybody as an example, whether you're into sci-fi fantasy or maybe you're into something else, look at George Lucas. There's a great documentary, and I can't remember what it's called, about him and about this very thing that's so inspiring because when you look at something like that, you realize how much work this industry is. But if you put the work into it and you are passionate about it and you aren't afraid to publicize and in the very early stages of your career, maybe feel a little bit like a moron because you're talking about yourself a lot, um, again, you can provide value, which really helps. You know, look at that man and see what he did and use him as a role model. And then it kind of demystifies the process and makes you feel that it's obtainable. And so... Um, again, I just want to point out some of the things that we had been talking about earlier is make yourself valuable to your community, to your fans, to the people that are listening to you, and that's how you're going to build your brand because ultimately every business in this planet has to have a value to people as human beings in order for it to survive and for it to be successful and sustainable. And as directors, actors, writers, producers, artists, you are a business, and so you just those are just some of the things that you need to think about. <laughs> and um, that's I'm done with my spiel. <laughs> <laughs> well, you I have been. I for another so... twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's wonderful. Uh, can you really? <laughs> I probably can. No, I actually do have to go to work now. But we're going to do this again. We're doing a marathon. <laughs> All right, that's true. So uh, have a great day. You've been fascinating and delightful, and I truly appreciate you being here, as I know that my listeners do as well. And, uh, you know, kudos to you and to your fan base and all of your listeners who might be listening to this interview as well and all your fans. So thank you so much, Kristen. Have a fabulous day, and uh, and I'll I'll give you a call shortly, but on your maybe on your way to work. And then um, – you take care, and, and we'll let everyone know when you're coming back and when the marathon is going Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, and thank you for everybody else for listening and sharing. I really appreciate it. All right. Awesome. Take care now. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That is uh, Kristen Nettepak. Again, uh, a great delight, great guest, uh, fascinating, and a wealth of information, and her passion does very much come through when she speaks about uh, the business that she's in and the business that we are in. So uh, do uh, listen to this, do share it, do leave comments. Certainly appreciate it. Before you go away, uh, I've got a couple things I want to tell you, so please hang in there. Um, but uh, we'll have Kristen back. Again, com is the web address, and you can follow her on Twitter at Netopack, and you can find her on Facebook at Kristen Netopack fan page, and it's K R I S T E N. N E D 
O-P-A-K, Christian Netapak. All right, so there we go. Uh, a couple of things. We've got a lot more guests coming up. They're in the queue uh, for two weeks now. The next, uh, This is October 30th. And, again, I don't normally mention the shows unless there's a reason to, but until, a, until after the 15th. I'm going to be in Florida working. I'm not going to have time to do the show. So this is an excellent time for you to go back and listen to the archives at RexSykes.com or Blog Talk Radio or the podcast from iTunes. Go back, listen to as many shows as you can. There's enough shows there to listen to for an entire year. So go ahead and enjoy them. Professional filmmakers giving away secrets, sharing golden nuggets, tips, suggestions, how to, what not to do uh, so that you can make your project faster smoother, less expensively, and so you can advance your career. So go and check out the archives at RexSykes.com. Again, the podcast is available at iTunes. It's Rex Sykes Movie Beat. I'm also available as Rex Sykes Movie Beat on YouTube. You can go look at some interviews, some information on casting, uh, some film clips, and different things on my YouTube site. Follow me on Facebook. That's where I do most of the announcements now for upcoming guests and for casting and for projects and different films and for other filmmakers because my website is currently under construction. The website's still up, and you can still get all the interviews as they uh, are there, but I'm not putting any written content or very little written content on the RexSykes.com site as it stands now because uh, because we are building a new site and all that content has to get moved over. So in the last almost two years that this site is being built, um, uh, rather than add content that has to be moved over, uh, I have just not. So most of that ends up on Facebook, and you can follow me at Rex Sykes Movie Beat Friends on Facebook, and uh, and I would love you to. So go and uh, and uh, hit the like button at Facebook. Also, the movie we're continuing to work on Serum the movie, and uh, it's coming along very nicely. We've got some clips up. Uh, one is at uh, YouTube and some other places, but you can see it at Serum the movie. Uh, on Facebook, that's a friends page too. Join us there. Um, entering pre-production on a movie serial, Daters Anonymous, uh, that I'm producing, directed by Chris Emmons, a wonderful filmmaker, uh, and beginning kind of a soft pre-production on on Bipolar, a movie that I am attached to direct. So there's a bunch of stuff going on. I'm very busy. I hope you're very busy. I hope you have a fabulous couple of weeks. I hope you'll stay tuned and, ca- and catch up on your uh, movie beat listening. And uh, when we come back, we'll we'll begin again. Uh, I'll announce it through Facebook and on Twitter and things like that. Uh, we'll begin with uh, upcoming guests. So uh, everybody have a fabulous Halloween. Uh, best wishes and good luck to everybody on the East Coast who, uh, from Florida to the north and inland who have been affected by the gigantic storm. Sandy and uh, the hurricane and the nor'easter that happened, our hearts go out to those of you who have had difficulty or lost loved ones. Uh, terrible time for many people, and uh, we wish you all the very best. So hang in there, everyone. Take care. And regarding film, you know, everyone have a fabulous day. Make your movies and complete your projects. And until we meet the next time, that's a wrap. <laughs>